1: Christmas time in the USA, Christmas time in the USA, and everywhere in the world. Happy holidays wherever you're listening to J Rod Concerts family. This is your host, Jamie Rodriguez. I think we can say Happy Holidays now officially, right? November 29th, we're recording this. I feel like yeah, whatever you celebrate Hanukkah, whatever you know, this is the time. This is the time where we wrap it up and. Uh, Meditate and be with our loved ones and get ready for more growth in the next year. And before we get to today's guests, ladies and gentlemen, you know, let's do some housekeeping, shall we? We have a lot of great things coming next year and we're so grateful for your support and being with us every step of the way. Um, to not miss a beat, get into our newsletter. We have a weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday with the five new songs you gotta know, as well as other news and tidbits. Uh, so just head over to jrodconcertsmedia.com. And you'll be subscribed in no time. If you don't like it, you can unsubscribe very easy. But um, I think it's the best way to keep in the loop. Or just follow us on our socials, at j Concerts Media. On all of them, TikTok, Instagram, um, you know, Facebook, the works, if you will. But today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, friend of our show. He was last on our show uh, at the Blue Ox Music Festival a, a year or two ago. We were we, him on the field and, and we love him. He's got a heart of gold. Incredible musician, obviously he's a trailblazer, but we just love his heart, we love his intellect, we love everything about him. Ladies and gentlemen, Guitar Virtuoso, Daniel Donato on the show. So Daniel recently released his latest album, Reflector, on Retrace Music, and it is just amazing. It already has been critically acclaimed by No Depression, Rolling Stone, and a bunch of other great uh, magazines. And Daniel, you know, he's trademarked his great cosmic country brand, a combination of Southern Rock, Bluegrass, Classic Country, and Honky Tonk with Southern California Folk and Northern California musical exploration as well. If you are in Nashville on December 16th, he's got a great holiday show called Daniel Donado's um, Cosmic Country Christmas. It's gonna be at the Brooklyn Bowl and it's a great party. We have a bunch of friends of our show like Sierra Hall and Grace Bowers will be Bowers will be there. So make sure to check that out. But enjoy the interview. It's great to talk to Daniel, and he's going to be on tour next year. So check him out as well. Without further ado, Daniel Donato on J Rod Concerts podcast.
0: All right, how's it going, brother?
1: There he is, the man, the myth, the legend. How you doing, Daniel?
0: I'm good. How are you,
1: man? Look at you dressed in some. Great sweater there, man. Looking cool like a devil.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you look good in your black T-shirt.
1: Uh, thank you, brother. Are you in Nashville?
0: Uh, I'm a little bit outside of Nashville in my cabin.
1: In your cabin. That's cool. So, you, yeah, man, you, you got it right. So, you're close enough that you can be in the action, but you can have your peace. Is is that how it works?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really is that way. Uh, I'm 28, but I still, I, uh, uh, I, I don't feel that way in a lot of ways. And, and when I get home, I need to... uh. I don't like to really go out and Yeah. Get all distorted, you know. I like to calm down and come home from tour and you know, just uh, yeah. center myself really. And um I love it, man. It's great. Are you are you you're in Nashville, right?
1: I am, but see, I'm not playing it right like you. I'm like in the middle of the gulch. I am in the middle of the madness.
0: Oh, that's That might be right for you though.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but there's days, Daniel, that you know, I just wanna set my hair on fire. You know, so Oh yeah. Don't you know, I love your hair. It's great. Thanks, brother. But yeah, man, celebrating the new album, Reflector, it's great. And as well as the upcoming show, you know, Daniel Donato's Cosmic Country Christmas at the Brooklyn Bowl on December 16th, man.
0: Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's a high-frequency holiday celebration that that is inclusive to to any uh, approaches to life, you know, to anybody and everybody.
1: Um, you, You know what's crazy, Daniel? That show, in a short amount of time, it's becoming like a Nashville tradition, you know?
0: Yeah, it really is. It's really a cool, it's a cool thing to see happen. It really is.
1: Why do you think that is? Because this town is full of traditions, like, I don't know, Amy Grant at the Ryman for 20 years, and in a short amount of time, you've established one of the hottest holiday tickets. Why do you think that is?
0: I don't know if it's me so much, man. I, I really don't know. I think I'm pro- I think I'm think the organizing principal at, at, at it all, um, on an organizational level, but I, I don't know. The wonders of community it seemed to be a really enduring and eternally true magic mm. And so you know, I think it's the community in in the frequencies within it that 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 kind of helps set it up for success,
1: yeah, I think so. And a couple of friends of ours will be there, Sarah Paul Grace Bowers. I mean, it, but but people who are in Nashville, man, I mean they should really get a ticket before it sells out. It's just man, you're like a magic baker, so
0: oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Absolutely.
1: Every time we connect, I always feel that that magic is is alive and well. Absolutely, Dan. But Dan, when you're on stage, and, and I meant to ask you this, I see you play stuff like Better Deal Blues or, or or Sugar Shack or whatever, and you're always playing like with your eyes closed. Sometimes it's like something overtakes your body. Is that by design, Dan, or like do you know the guitar so deeply at this point that you don't even need to open your eyes anymore?
0: Oh well, yeah, I, I definitely don't need to open my eyes. That that's a real one. Um, you know, I've been playing every day, uh, for, you know, at least three, four hours a day, pretty much, um, since I was around twelve years old. Uh, you know, so like on on a on a technical level, uh, holding a guitar, uh, you know, very comfortable. I, I really I am not guessing a lot. Um, and but when I close my eyes and trying to keep myself open uh to ideas and what the present moment could have so I can kind of enter into that. Um, playful kingdom like a child will. Yeah. Um, and and, and it, you know, it, it, and I think that's part of what's going on there. Again, you know, the unconscious is a very strange thing, my friend. It is. Uh, so I think that's kind of. I, I I'm just trying to set myself open to that source and to uh, serve it with a lot of grace and ambition, and um, you know, but not every night's good. There's some bad.
1: Well, you know, it's a musician bad night, which what I mean is, you know, only you and Will and the gang kind of like talk about it later, but people have no idea that there was a bad note here or there. That's right. Yeah, no one ever really knows, which is flabbergasting. But oh, God. But, but Daniel, you mentioned something interesting, and that's that ambition. And you yeah. know, when did you first start coming to Lower Broadway? How old were you? You were like, you know, eighteen. Right? Fourteen. I, Fourteen. I, I Yeah, my um, yeah, I started busking on the street there. Busking on the street. How have you kept that ambition, that hunger then? And I, and I mean that wholeheartedly because, you know, right now, you know, you've you've made Cosmic Country almost like a trademark. You know, your shows are like renowned. Basically, you don't need to prove yourself the same way as you did before. But like by by definition,
0: mm-hmm. how, how have you kept that ambition? Well, uh, you know, I, I, there was always there's always been a part of me where I haven't been proving anything to anybody except myself. Mm. If, I, I think that's a sole driver, you know, um, being internally driven, uh, has a far wow. greater uh, time horizon than being externally driven. and I, I think that's probably. Yeah. Of, that's probably part of any uh, way of organizing your life and improvising with whatever it is you want to do and create <laughs> more. Um, you know, uh, and there's all kinds of euphemisms that kind of denote what I'm saying in a less expensive way. like you know, um, you, uh, you know, ignore the noise, you know, is what a lot of people say that kind of is leading back into the same stream of what I'm talking about here. You know, I've always just been a weirdo. And so I've never really fit in, um, you know, into any box really well. And, and so, you know, even from a young age, I, I kind of knew that I was going to have to stick to my guns and refine what it is that that I'm doing. And, um, yeah, I remember being 16 when I really knew that and, and, and I, I really, I really knew it, man. And, and I still do. And, um, so yeah, you know, and I've just always done what I've loved. Even in the, you know, I've had a lot of winners, man, where I couldn't uh, pay my rent and, uh, you know, bills get turned off and, uh, you know, uh, things went rough and, uh, you know, but I've always had faith in what it is that I'm doing. Uh, so I have to think that all of that kind of is an amalgam of what's going on here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's that's great. You know, there's people who go their entire lives and they don't, they never get that. And you got it too young.
0: Yeah, I had a weird, I had a weird, I had a weird trip when I was a young kid, you
1: know. Um, Why is that? Like, do like, you mean you just like were like experimenting?
0: I just had a weird go at it. Like I yeah. I was 14. Uh, I played on stage for the first time and I, I instantly knew uh, that this is what I was going to do. Right. My whole life. And when I was 12, I remember... I remember the first time I was able to fully make a G chord really uh, vibrate and, and audiate. Well, I I just remember knowing that this is, I'm going to do this, uh, forever, uh, regardless of what happens. And, Um, you know, that's not normal. I, 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 you know, I feel, I feel estranged when I talk to a lot of people uh, that are around my age sometimes because, you know, they're, they're getting out of college and they still don't know what it is that they want to do. And, and 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 with that said, there is a beauty to both uh, trips there because I've always had a, a macro vision of what I was going to do with my life, and I saw my name in lights when I was fourteen, and I just knew it—that's what I wanted to do. But there's a lot that you don't know when you say you do, when you do know, um, you know. And so that's kind of the beauty of it—is you're improvising because you never really know what it is like on a micro level, day to day basis, what it is. You know, but I've always known, yeah, I, you know, I knew it and I, there was nothing else I could ever do. And I was going to work harder than, than anybody. And I would make, you know, anybody who wanted to try to get on my level, I was going to make them reconsider their choice of trying to do so. Yeah. Um, I was very competitive with it and when I was a young kid. And, um, you know, I've just always worked at it like a dog, man. I've just have, I just have that personality set to when I, you know, I wake up and I think about it, and when I go to sleep at night, I play music that helps encourage activity of my unconscious to think about it. Hell yeah. I just, I am, you know, I'm 100% in on it, I've never been 1% out, and I won't, you know, it's the main source from which everything of my life organizes itself around. Um, it's my religious vehicle. It's it's my work vehicle. It's my creative vehicle. It is where I get a lot of my identity for. Um, so everything I ever get in life, I just give it right back to music as much as I can. Yeah. You know,
1: Oh, beautifully said you remind me when Eddie Van Halen died, we had, you know, people talking, reminiscing that new game and played with him, And you know, that's how obsessed he was with the guitar. Yeah. But but, you know, Dan, and like, I've seen, I've been blessed to see you perform many times in different States and your show has that magic that not many has. It's almost, it really is a beautiful communal thing. It's something that you cannot practice. It is spiritual it's like you tap into like that ethereal thing and that's i think you know what makes your shows and and your experience so unique it's so powerful
0: it's really kind of you to say you know every i remember we were hanging out at blue ox in uh eau claire wisconsin um the past two years you know i i remember you know talking to a bunch of people um you know and and i i feel that you have a great bandwidth for that kind of reception as well you know so i guess it takes one to know one
1: thank you yeah, yeah, for sure, Dan. You know, and speaking, you know, we're talking about all these great things, but like your band plays such a key role. And I love the brotherhood that you have with Nathan, with Will, with both Wills, Clark okay. and McGee okay. and the whole gang. You know, when you guys, you know, you guys spend countless hours together. When you guys think about bands like, you know, U2 or Radiohead that have always stayed together, the originals, is that something that you guys kind of like discuss? Is that something that goes through your brain? Like, man, we have this perfect kind of like chemical reaction. Let's really fight to keep it untouched.
0: Yeah, there is a fight to keep it untouched and there's a dance to keep it untouched and there's a management to keep it untouched and there's a communication flow to keep it untouched and there's all kinds of ways to keep it uh, pure, right? And, um, you know, I think there's certain people that you meet in your life where you meet them within space and time, but on some different level, you know, you feel like you've always known them, right? And um, it's kind of a heavier occurrence than, you know, just uh, asking the person at the grocery store how their day is going. Right. you know, and albeit all those are valid brotherly golden rule transactions. um, But, you know, I just remember, you know, again, when I was 14 – I, I really didn't play with anybody my age. I I I was kind of mentored and brought up on stage with a bunch of really great high level, uh, country, in Western music uh, musicians, and they had played with all the legends. And, and, right. and so I knew right away uh, how to identify and listen for somebody who is speaking with their soul, and uh, I can identify that with Will with will mcgee and will clark and and nathan sugar leg you know instantly you can just hear it, it, it yeah it, it's not really um part of the note but it's part of the overtone uh, of the notes there's a there 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 there's a there's an overtone there that just sounds different and feels different and it makes people feel differently even if they don't know that they're feeling it kind of a thing right. so, um, you know I have, that's just what I've done my whole life. is 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 played with really great musicians, and you know, in in, in contrast, play with musicians that are, um, you know, love music, but they don't have that. They don't have that kind of world class talent on it, and and that's totally cool. But I could hear it with that with my band, and when it came time to really start bringing Cosmic Country into fruition on the road, I needed to have a band that, uh, you know, was my age. Yeah, I, I can't really tour with them. Bunch of people that are, uh, you know, fifty plus years old in a van—they're not going to want to do that. <laughs> Any pilot, gas station, hot dogs, every day, you know. Uh, so, you know, I, I put out the inquiry uh, metaphysically to find out those people. You know, unconsciously it might even been, and you know, I met them all uh, as time unfolded in, in yeah. a harmonious way. And I'm just so grateful. And and the biggest thing I can say is, as I think teams, when you see teams do what they do the sum is greater than the parts. And that's a universal law. Uh, It's readily observable in in a lot of realms just on Earth alone. And so, you know, with teamwork and brotherhood or or whoever makes up the team, there's a specialty there that happens when everybody gets together and focuses their mind, soul, and body on something. That's far greater than any individual could do on their own. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very well said, Dan. Well, Dan, you got a busy day and I, I wanna let you go. But let me ask you about the new album real because <sighs> seriously, Reflector, man. Unbelievable. I was listening to it all weekend, all Thanksgiving weekend research, man. And I think what strikes me the most about it is you really you, you took some um, some sonic risks here that handsomely paid off, but it it is it is a new level for you, huh?
0: Thank you. Yeah, I feel it is a new level. Yeah. I do. I'm so attached to me, though. I can't really tell it is, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: You've been too close to the to the to the stems and the and the computers. But but yeah, man, it is uh, it is it, it's you clearly kind of uh, took a risk and you evolved sonically. And it's a beautiful
0: listen. Yeah, I've always walked with fate, uh, even unconsciously. And, and I think there's inherent risk in, in measured risk. That's involved with living your life in a certain way like that, and um, you know, if if, if it's not it, it, it's not alive if it's not new, because you know we're constantly changing, and that's part of what risk is is to change. Um, so I I my goal is to always just keep the music alive, uh, living because truth is a living thing, and, and I want my music to always be truthful, um, and and so. That's where that comes from, I think, on some level, you know. And our producer Vance Powell really, really helped make it uh sonically just world class, you know. Especially if we have listeners of this podcast, if they if they listen on Apple Music at all, uh, you'll find that the whole record is mixed on the Dolby Atmos, which nice. is this new technology. I don't know, are you hip to it? Do you know about yeah, it?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: There it is. Yeah, so th- that you know. That's part of what Cosmic Country is, is Cosmic Country can exist in the past through its roots, but it also is a vessel to take people from the present into the future with new technologies and new ways of doing things. And that was one of the offerings we were able to bring for Reflector
1: as well. Beautiful. Well, Dano, you've said it all for today, man. Just invite people before it sells out to the Cosmic Country holiday here at the Brooklyn Bowl, December 16th. And man... I shall see you there, and I shall also see you next year at Rooster Walk. And I, I don't know where else my calendar will, 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 will cross our paths, but thank you so much for your time, brother. I can't wait to give you one of those real hugs. Absolutely, so, my brother. That's great. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you, brother. Have a good one. Have a
0: good one. You have been listening to J Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.